It's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Let's go to Vegas. We'll all get drunk and yeah. Woo! Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Let's steal a cop car because it'll be really funny. Yeah. Think you're going to get away with it? Not up in here. Not up in here. Uh, yeah, the next part of that scene is actually what I felt like yesterday, uh, <laughs> like I took a taser to the forehead. Uh, you and Mangino didn't put someone's uh, mattress on top of the uh, roof of the hotel, <laughs> uh, did you? No, we did make an awkward transaction out in the middle of the desert, uh, though. Good deal. Yeah. Hey, um, well, welcome back. And yeah. I told everyone the first thing I would ask you mm-hmm. is what I texted you on Monday. Did you or did you not tell Brent Venables to go off for Braylon Presley? I did not. Oh, now, no. Well, hang on a second. Jeez. What's the situation there? I I obviously know that he's entered the transfer portal, but like what are the circumstances there? What's the What's the scuttlebutt? Why is he in the portal? So uh, Travis has been on with me for the past couple of days. and uh, During Monday's show, he uh, talked to Braylon Presley on the phone So like, during the middle of a, a break. I guess Braylon Presley basically said that, you know, they weren't utilizing him the right way. They were utilizing him as a wide receiver only, and I guess he was promised that they would use him in the backfield as well. And um, – a theory that I had at the time, and it sounds like it may be true, at least for Braylon Presley, they were, um, at least he, a little bit turned off by some of those Mike Gundy comments um, the Monday after the Bedlam loss. So, I mean, several situations as to yeah. why he's in the portal. Yeah. Um, well, they didn't hardly utilize him at all. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I, not just as a wide receiver, like at – in any capacity period, right? I mean, unless I'm missing something, you know, I didn't watch a whole ton of, of Oklahoma State, just obviously some of their bigger games. But um, now, Brendan Presley was out there a ton, just didn't see Braylon Presley a, a whole heck of a lot. What do you have? He had five catches, um, maybe, what, two rushing attempts on the year, that's it. Just Not a, a lot of production. Man, okay. Well, just be prepared to be blamed if uh, Braylon Presley does not end up at OU for the second time around. Yeah. Well, how fast is he? Very. Like, what Does he have – He like, told Travis that he got laser time for – like, Travis asked him, like, hey, have you, have you ran recently? Have you ran a 40 or whatever? And – I uh, there there were some sub uh, there were some four threes uh, in there yeah. that he laser timed recently. Well, if he runs uh, four three, we need we need some speed on this team. So, all right, all right. Well, maybe let's, just, see, let's maybe, see what we can do. Maybe I just mean, text him. I, I don't know. Just give I him will. a heads up. I will, for sure. Okay. What else are we thinking about the the portal? Are we liking what's um, happening out there right now? Yeah. Honestly, I, I mean, we got all day to get to that. I, I would like to hear about the Vegas trip. Yeah. I want to hear about Bob and Mike's speech. Um, I want to hear about Josh Heupel being out there because it was awesome. Yeah. But how was uh, how was the trip out there to honor Roy Williams? It looked like it was pretty awesome. It was great. Had a lot of fun. Um, 
lot of lot of you know former teammates were out there plus some uh you know players from other eras uh, coach switzer was out there uh, here's a funny switzer story <laughs> so uh we get on our flight to fly out there on sunday is, was it sunday or was it su- yeah it was sunday morning get on our flight to fly out there and you know, it's Southwest where you just kind of, you know, first come, first serve. And, um, you know, we're kind of late to the line. And we, we go down there, we get on the plane. And I've got both my and mine and my wife's carry-ons. And I'm, like, inching my way down the line of between the, the seats. And I hear this, hey, Teddy. And I have a pause to myself quickly like do i really want to look up and engage in in whatever's about to happen and i do and i look up and it's coach switzer and he goes is that jackson arnold kid he's coming isn't he he's not gonna (laughs) back out is he say hey coach as far as i know jackson arnold is locked Uh, in and he's coming to oklahoma he said that's good oh hell i didn't think he'd go to notre dame hell no (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome that's Uh, so that's funny (sighs) yeah it was good man it was cool we um we had a great time uh coach mike and coach coach bob were awesome um they were fantastic got to hear from roy williams high school coach coach neil fromson that was cool damian Mackey was there yeah uh told a told a cool story about you know he was he was locked in and set to go to stanford until he he tore his acl his senior year, and then Stanford basically took that off the table for him. Ooh, that's and, rough. And um, you know, if 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 Stanford doesn't pull that scholarship off the table for Damian Mackey, there's no telling what would have happened with Roy Williams, which is, you know, was a kind of interesting thing to to hear those guys talk about that. So, I was awesome. It was um, it was really cool. Yeah, hype was there. Got to talk did, with hype a little bit. Did about, that surprise you that he showed up? Well, yes and no. Uh, it's like it literally surprised me because I was like walking through the venue beforehand, just kind of like staying up to date with who all was there. Like as as a whenever you welcome everyone in, as you mentioned some names and everything. And I turned this corner and I I dang near like slam right into him, and he's just standing there. I was like, oh, hey. Didn't know you're coming, so yeah, it was cool to see him out there for sure. Yeah, it's awesome. The, oh, the the OU football Twitter account. I don't know if you saw that picture that they released yesterday, but it was a picture of he and uh, and Brent Venables, and everyone around here was like, "Man, that's awesome. That's that's yeah. so cool." I mean, he he's got a huge bowl game. Like, I I don't think it would be different. I mean, the fact that he made his way out there is like a really good sign to kind of mend everything, but. You know, he's trying to close out a class. He's got an Orange Bowl, a huge, the biggest bowl game that Tennessee's been to in at least over a decade. Like he's got a lot going on, and the fact that he made his way out there to Vegas is that that's that's just really cool, man. That's that's yep. really awesome. Yep, um, good stuff. Did good he, stuff. Did he and Bob like get along fine? Everything everything good there? I don't know, uh, honestly. I I. You know, the, at, after the conclusion of the event, there was like a lot of mingling and hanging out and taking pictures and stuff, and some some groups got together. I didn't get a chance to see who all everyone was talking to, so I don't know. I don't know if they had a conversation, said hello or not. 
So whatever he showed up uh, out there, it's it's a good that's that's awesome. Um, yeah, it was you, great. You mentioned Bob and Mike's speech. Any anything notable to take away as they did their speech at the same time? Um, no, n- nothing really. I don't think anything really new from anything um, like any news stories we really hadn't heard. Um, no, I ju- I just think it's awesome that. The relationship that Mike and Roy have still to this day, I mean, they talk all the time, constantly. You hear the way Roy talks about Mike, and it's just, it's really cool. It's, it's as, as a coach, that's got to be like the most rewarding thing to have a player of that caliber that uh, still thinks as highly of you as, as they always have, and and you know had the success and you know pay tribute to you like like Roy does with Mike that's it's just really cool yeah, it's, it it's a great relationship did you see the customized Jordans that Roy Williams got yeah. from Joe Castiglione how perfect was first off um I mean it's the Superman play on a pair of Jordans with Sooners across it which is pretty awesome but yeah. how and, and I don't know if you were aware of this or I what I really hope is that you guys were talking about this in Vegas but on the day of the OU party out there, the event that you emceed, Chris Sims is trying to, you know, he, he's trying to start something with Roy Williams, which doesn't make sense to me at all why Chris Sims, of all people, would try to, you know, talk smack to Roy Williams. It was dumb. But on that same day that it happens, he's basically given a pair of Jordans with the Superman play on the same day while Chris Sims is, uh, you know, trying to talk yeah. smack. What, what a loser. Yeah, I, I didn't – no one mentioned that, but I did kind of see it in passing. I just saw I just saw one tweet that Sims said something about the Big 12 and Roy said something else back. Did it go on after that? Oh, more? yeah, yeah. Um, you, you just mentioned the first two interactions that they had, right? Right. And then Chris Sims, his next response after that was, you know, basically you ate yourself out of the league. Like, it got personal really Whoa. quick. Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. And I think maybe he ended up deleting that one, but you know how that works. Screenshots last forever. It was really weird, man. It was – that's an unnecessary shot taken at a guy that absolutely dominated you. Uh, I don't know. I, I just thought it said a lot about Chrissy Sims, which, go figure, he's a punk. No surprise wow. there. How about that? Here, 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 here's what, here was his response. Conference was way better back in the day. All you have to do is look at NFL draft and see Big 12 is not that talented. I did lead the Big 12 in passer rating three straight years, too. I also did not eat myself out of the NFL. Oof. How about that? And then you're telling me Roy responded to that and it kept going? Roy said, yeah, coming from the guy that said that my Superman play hurt his draft stock, something, something to that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't know it escalated like that. Wow, okay. Yeah, fat hmm. shaming. Uh, come on. Jeez. You threw zero touchdowns against OU in your career. You threw more passes to Roy Williams. Um, well, you, I, mean, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, you, you did nothing against OU. Zero touchdown passes, eight interceptions. And you're going to come after an OU guy? I mean, it makes no sense. Like I said yesterday, it would be like Brick and Hager trying to go after Kyla Murray the day that Kyla Murray is right. being inducted in the College Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, at least they could say that they beat him, you know, on the, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is a far cry from 
from Chris Sims. So, huh, how about that? I feel like um, that is a response to uh, OU Twitter and Chris Sims over the years, right? Uh, he <laughs> he has he probably has more hatred for Oklahoma than anyone or any fan base ever because of the constant vitriol he gets from Sooner fans. Yeah, well. Anytime he says anything on social media. Yes, I mean, we all called him Chrissy Sims and still call him Chrissy Sims to this day. But normally in those situations, that player still is loved by his own fan base. So normally he gets some backing by his own fan base, whether he's right or is wrong. I think even Texas fans in that instance were like, dude, what are you doing? Because Chris Sims is not – I don't think today he's the most popular guy back in Austin. And I don't really think he goes back all that much. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, what was it like around here? Do we have any bombshell reports or anything when I mean, was it, gone? It's been transfer portal crazy uh, the past two days, man. Yeah. That's been 90 95% of our content. And uh, we'll get to, to, to some of the names that OU's looking at or in on. There's some very familiar names there. I just want to read a few texts first. Uh, Chris Sims threw more passes to Teddy than he did his own receivers. Yes. Teddy had more touchdown receptions from Chris Sims than Roy Williams did. The Roy Williams, Texas, by the way. (laughs) Right. Hey, Chris, tell us about that long NFL career with Pro Bowls that you had. Um, 918, guys, this is completely out of left field, and I may be bat poop crazy, but what about Mike Stoops coming back as D.C.? Good Lord, did I just say that. No. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Mike's in a good spot in Kentucky. Uh, they're playing in a, what, the Music City Bowl, is that right, against Iowa. I think it's the bowl that leads into the college football playoffs um, on that day. Um, they've done some good things. I know they're, what, Will Levis isn't going to play. He's going to the, uh, the NFL. But I did tell him, I was like, well, congratulations, you're going to have you guys are going to play some amazing defense against Iowa. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Uh, Switzer flew on Southwest. Where yeah. is the BMDs at? He needs to go private to Vegas, says the 918. I was kind of shocked at first, but then I got to think, I was like, you know what? I, Coach Switzer's a man of the people. That's where he wants to be, right? I, uh, Which, I, I mean, anyone would, would have taken the uh, – the PJ, but I don't think he. I don't think it bothers him at all. I did feel bad. Every single guy that walked by had a quick story they needed to tell Coach Switzer, and uh, <laughs> he the, obliged on the, on the plane. He did on the plane. Yeah. So uh, count me in that group because, well, not really a story, but I was on a Southwest flight with him. Well, he was in first class. I was uh, back in coach on Southwest. But uh, he was, we were going to Vegas, me and my, uh, a couple of buddies of mine, and we had a, a quick stop in Dallas, you know, connecting flight, whatever. And we tried to convince Coach Switzer when we landed in Dallas to come with us to Vegas for the weekend. <laughs> he said something to the effect of, oh, hell, boys, i got to go down here for a golf tournament. He, he <laughs> politely declined. But hey, we tried. When, when you're Coach Switzer, everywhere is Las Vegas, right? <laughs> That's true. Everywhere. Uh, now, Teddy. Text Brent Venables about Braylon Presley. Text him right now on the air. We want proof that you actually did it. Um, I don't know. I, I, 
here's the thing. You have to be you have to be selective. Uh, you don't want to you don't want to um, you don't want to flood the text line with the uh, with the head football coach, right? Lest your text be discarded. Mm. So unless it's for a two-time Gatorade Oklahoma player of the year. You need it needs to be something good, something pressing at the moment. Um, my gut tells me they're already on top of the Braylon Presley situation. Yeah. Teddy says that, and I'm sure if I were to look at his text conversations, it would be, hey, poker table in 15 minutes, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like, you, uh, sounds like you, you had a little bit of a hangover yesterday. You, you got it in over the weekend. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. It wasn't so much of a hangover as it was like a time change difference. Um, like the first day we got there, as soon as we got checked in, we hung out, we uh, we hit the tables, had a good time, and then we went to dinner. And after after dinner, and by the way, after dinner was like six fifteen. Oh yeah, that's how it works. We're like, hey, let's go up to the room and hang out for a little bit. Fell straight to sleep whenever we got to the room. <laughs> okay, and I slept from from like six oh, thirty until right like probably like 11:45 I woke up. Jeez. And I was wired. And I was like, okay, well, let's let's head down. Let's go see what's happening out there. And so I woke up at or got down there right around midnight, which is 2 o'clock here, and spent a significant amount of time down there before I got back to the room really late. So uh, it was just, I was totally thrown off the well, entire it, it time. It sounds like someone who lived in Vegas for a few years because yeah. 6.30 to 11 is the perfect nap time in Vegas. Yeah. Nothing really, I mean, there are things that always happen in Vegas, but if you, if you can just start early and then nap from 6.30 to 11 and then get back after it again, yeah, that's the right game plan. Yeah, Proud well, at midnight, my wife was like, well, the casino, it's going to be crazy down there right now. I was like, actually, you'll be surprised. Right now, it's going to be dead. Because everyone is at dinner and at the club, like it'll pick back up at like three a.m. Right now, this will be it'll be dead down there, and it was. Man. So. Well, maybe uh, more of your teammates can get elected to the College Football Hall of Fame. You can do this yearly. There you go. Which, by the way, I didn't know this. Roy is the twenty-third Hall of Famer uh, from the University of Oklahoma. Yep. Um, for players, there's six coaches that are in the College Football Hall of Fame. And how about this? The uh, the green room waiting to get into the College Football Hall of Fame has four Oklahoma Heisman Trophy winners right now that have yet to be inducted. Um, so this is uh, this could be a yearly thing for Oklahoma for quite some time. Did you uh, put in your uh, resume to the uh, College Football Hall of Fame members that were there? Did you impress no, with your emceeing to, to give a good impression? I, I did say, like, hey, you know, if this gets me an invite out here to Vegas every year, if this is if this is how it's going to be, then put me down. I'll do this. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get up here. The and entire the ref army will come hang out in Vegas for an entire weekend. What could go wrong if you yeah. get inducted in that thing? Be hey, sweet. I'll tell you, Josie was was killing it. He was he was hilarious. Um 
which Roy sent him a hat to wear out there, uh, which he did, and he made a couple of great jokes about it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he said that he looked like a pit boss, and then um, – <laughs> And then he made a couple other jokes about what he looked like, yeah. and it was great. It was it was awesome. A lot of fun. Awesome. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. Keep hitting the text line, 651-3439. Hanging out at Newcastle Casino today. We'll be back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. You're simply the best. Riverwind is. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Air Coverage Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. You missed a lot. I don't know if you were keeping track of everything happening in the transfer portal. Hey, how could you? I was here and not being able to keep track of everything happening in the transfer portal. But some notable names to know and some names that we've been talking about over the course of the past two days. There's a lot of scuttlebutt that Austin Stogner, could be making a return trip to Norman to Stock play his Kowski. final year of college football. Like it, love it, hate it. Uh, I love it. Um, now, Stogner was – he was never the same at OU after he had that injury at Can- – or I was at home, it wasn't at Kansas, but yeah. in the Kansas game. Um, he was never the same, and – you know, it was a scary, dangerous situation. Don't know where he is physically. Like, if he's fully recovered from that, where he's actually not just recovered, but putting gains on and and everything. Um, now, he he's not going to be a replacement for Braden Willis, uh, especially on the blocking side of things. He's a capable blocker, but... He he is not what Braden Willis turned into. I agree. Um, now, I think there's a there's the potential that perhaps he could be a little bit better in the in the receiving department. I mean, I'm not totally convinced of that. I think he's I think he's taller. Um, I think he's got be- a little bit better length. I don't think he he runs quite as well, but. You know he's he's a he's a fantastic target, and that's his real strength. So, um, I think he gives you some real stability and experience at the at the position which we're going to desperately need. Well, I mean, if you were set on getting a tight end via the portal, which OU has been for a while, um, I, you, you'll take a guy like Stogner. I mean, there's some there's some tight ends in the portal, but if you can get a guy that's been here before, has some experience. There's some upside as to what he can bring you in the passing game. I, I, I think that this is a very quality ad if this is what ends up happening. I'm yeah. not going to complain about this whatsoever. Some have, man. It's been a mixed bag with fans so far this week. Some think, hey, that's a great addition. Let's go. That sounds great. Others think that he sucks and will suck next year. I mean, wh- whatever. I mean, regardless of what you think, like with what's out there, I think, um, I think Stogner is a, is a really good ad. But yep. sounds like some people want that Jaheim Bell kid that's also in the portal from South Carolina. Uh, and that he's a tight end? Yeah, but I don't think that's that's going to happen. Just one problem. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You just you never know who's – I guess you don't 
I say you never know. That's just like a, a phrase. Some people know where he wants to go. And, you know, obviously there's a, a strong tie with Stogner back to Oklahoma. Um, there may be a strong tie with the other tied in to another place. Um, you know, I don't know. But that dude, he's the guy that caught a ton of balls for him, right? Um, Jaheim Bell? Yeah. Was yeah. he like their main go-to? He was um... – he was misused a little bit in some games, and I feel like they really started to make him a focal point again in the offense, and the numbers were back up. But I think even uh, Satterfield out there misused him a little bit. But, yeah, no. I, 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 yeah, he's oh. a pretty good player for them. Here's what's interesting. I just pulled up the statistics from South Carolina. He was their, uh, he was their second leading rusher. Yeah. They use him at running back a lot too. Yeah, he was uh, was that Marshawn Lloyd guy. Oh who was yeah, when really he got good. hurt. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well there you go. If, if you know he's athletic to put him back at running back, you know six three two hundred thirty plus pounder, then um, that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I don't know. Don't know anything about that guy where he's from and what his ties are. But the Stogner thing feels solid. Um, you know I. He knows the the staff here offensively. Be seem like a, it'd be a pretty seamless transition. I'll, I'll get a few texts. We'll move on. Uh, more dangerous than B. Will. Better hands and similar speed. Not the blocker, but zero tight ends block like B. Will. Uh, this one says there are better tight ends available in the portal. His teammate is a better option. So there you go. There's <laughs> it differs from one text to the other how people feel about Stogner. Um, I do want to move on to Deshaun McCullough. Now that, Teddy, would be in addition. I think that yeah. that could be a day one contributor for you, <laughs> regardless of what position he plays. Dude was just named an All-American as a freshman in Indiana. Yeah. I, I and is considered one of the better players in the portal, regardless of position right now. Yeah, I think saying a day one contributor, while I, I know what you're saying, that's like the understatement yes. of the year. <laughs> it is. Uh, he may be day one the best player on your entire defense. Um, now, I believe – now, tell me if I've got this correct. His Was his dad at Indiana whenever he, like, committed there? And then his dad I, went right. coaches at Notre his Dame? His dad's at Notre Dame right now. I think he was at Indiana when he initially committed there, yes. And you know about his little brother – that's right. currently committed to Cincinnati, the four-star yeah. safety. Well, this guy's an absolute stud. He's, um, you know, he's got great size. He's got great length. He's listed at 6'5", 230. Um, you know, I don't know that he's he's actual 6'5", like barefoot, measuring you at the combine, but he's got great length. He's got good speed. Um you know, the comp for this kid is Isaiah Simmons. Yep. I mean, that's the comp. And he's not as fast, and he may not be, like, as athletic, like, as far as measurables are concerned, but he's an extremely fluid football player, solid pass rusher. He's, he's grown up in a, in, a, in a coach's family, obviously, so he's, he's skilled. He's got... For, for technique and set of skills that you ask for for a, a freshman, he's got all of that and more. So, yeah, he that would be uh, that would be an insane get if if they were able to lock him up and 
maybe another like you you talk about him the the recruiting class edge edge guys that are in there and then maybe another guy or two uh to to add and contribute then like you you all of a sudden you go from edge being um something that you're kind of waiting on to develop to possibly being the strength of your defense overnight well, you said maybe the best player on your defense. ESPN thinks he's the best defensive player in the portal and the second best overall player in the portal behind yeah. a uh, quarterback. And, I mean, judging by well, his freshman the year. Um, God, who was it? Is it the kid that's leaving? Uh, Devin Leary is who it Leary is. Leary from yeah. NC State? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. He's a better player than Devin Leary. But quarterback – like Devin Leary has a chance to impact a program perhaps more just because, you know, your quarterback got the ball in your hands every single play. So uh, I think he's a better player, though. This like is this, he, he's he's a he's going to be a, a first round draft pick at some point, most likely. Well, I mean, in, and if that's true, then it makes this like one of the best possible ads that OU could have asked for in the transfer port because. You know, even if he has one year of eligibility and you think he's going to be a first-round draft pick, well, even just that makes it a huge, huge addition for year two. But this guy's yeah. he's only a freshman, right? Or he just finished his freshman year. Like, you got a guy that's that good and that young, that's about as good as it gets that you're going to get in the portal, especially for a yeah. team that's looking help on looking for help on defense. Yeah. I think we'll get – I think we'll we will get – some good help on defense. Um, I think they'll solidify edge, defensive line. Um, I think they'll add depth at backer. And I think there's uh, there's what there's – have we already had a commitment in the secondary? I'm trying to remember. It all they kind of had a together. Uh, Juco kid, Kendall Dolby. Is that who you're that's thinking right. of? Yeah. yeah, that's who I'm thinking who was, of. By the way, I guess he's the number one uh, Juco corner. Juco. Yeah, yep, that's Four right. Star. Um, uh, really good player, really, really good player. So they're already bolstering things defensively without even, not even talking about the uh, the recruiting class. So I mean, th- I think things are looking really good in that department. Which, by the way, Deshaun McCullough, who we've been talking about um, from Indiana, like there was even a new crystal ball in today for him to OU. Yeah. All, all the crystal balls in right now, like. He and his brother are taking a visit to Norman this weekend. And, I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if both of those guys were to commit this weekend on their visit. Yeah. That would be the most shocking thing ever. Yeah. That, that, would, be, that would be money. Um, now, you, you combine all that with the, the excellent recruiting class, which where are we ranked right now? Still at number seven? Yep. Yep. Um, I you combine that with a with a solid recruiting class, which I think is going to to get quite a bit better here down the stretch. Uh, I think you. Um, they got a great chance to be in the top five uh, after that first signing day. Yeah, not, you think they're not, so? They're not far behind Ohio State at six. Like the gap is not that. I mean, the the gap from Alabama to everybody else in this class, like no one's going to make up that ground, or at least I don't think, but. Yeah, OU's not far behind a couple of schools in front of them. So yeah, they got a, they got a real chance to be in the top five. Yeah, yeah. If if they if they pull in the Peyton Bowen 
kid, like a lot of people continue to think is going to happen. Um, perhaps a, a handful of other guys. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Newcastle Casino today. Come see us here. They've always got great promotions going on. Happy hour every day from 3 to 6 right here at the Front Row Sports Bar. We'll be back. We are the home of Sooner fans. It is the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, the rush, 405-651-3439 is the air coverage solutions text line. Uh, we have a listener via uh, a listener that just entered into the transfer portal, by the way. Uh, Uh-oh. The listener says this, to the animal and franchise, thank you for the opportunities you gave me to be a listener, and at times I was hungry, a first-time caller. While there were times that we came dumber for listening to you, we grew together to become better listeners. With that being said, I have decided to enter the listeners transfer portal and hopefully take my listening talents to KREF. Uh, that's which awesome. I said, welcome home in all caps. They said, thank you, any NILs. Do we, do we need to uh, have put our graphics team on it for yes. all of the transfers we're accepting in the portal? Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> With that being said, that, that, that's how they that would say be so With funny. that being said, and th- th- that text did say that. You say some nice uh, things. That being said, I've elected to enter into the transfer portal. That's awesome. And if you're the University of Colorado, then, well, basically everyone on the team's been instructed to enter the transfer portal. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. Um, I like how he's been called a hypocrite this week. Hypocrite for what? Who on earth would turn down like a – gosh, I, I don't even know how much he was making at Jackson State, but I'm going to bet it wasn't $5 million like he's making at Colorado. People are calling him a hypocrite for going to Colorado and getting paid $5 million a year. Yeah. Well, what's the basis of the, the hypocrite? Well, he, you know, he could have been the face of Jackson State and that conference, and instead he just bailed for the money in a Power 5 gig instead. Yeah. Could have been the face of the, you know, HBC, all that, which I, I get that and I understand that, but dude, he brought college game day to Jackson State and right. gave the attention to that conference that maybe nobody has in several years, if ever, man. I think that yeah, he did his due. Most of their due. games were televised. I think they? that he did his due out there at Jackson State. I, like, it's just so hypocritical. It annoys me when people say crap like that. When someone takes a better opportunity, as if they wouldn't do the exact same. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess since he was at a HBCU, he's supposed to stay there forever, right? I yeah. mean, is that – and he's a hypocrite if he That's doesn't? What, I mean, I guess Bomani Jones said something to that extent, which – give me a break. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, I, I guess I, I don't know or – Perhaps my opinion doesn't matter on on whether or not he's a hypocrite uh, in that avenue. But uh, that aside, I think he's going to do some good things at Colorado. I think he's already done some really good things at Colorado. 
And it's crazy. And, uh, hey, whenever he was announced as head coach or that he wanted to become a head coach, I I laughed. I said, I, on what grounds do we think this is going to be something that, that works? Well, it's worked. It's, it's done more than work. It's been excellent. And, frankly, I think it's going to work at Colorado. Now, we have to define, like, what we mean by work. I, it can be a success without him winning a national championship. I feel like Absolutely. that's the only way we grade things at times is whether or not they won a championship. Um, when you have a program that's been as down as they have over the last getting close to 20 years. They won one game this past season. Yeah, I think if you turn that into a winning program and a team that can perhaps compete for a conference championship on, you know, if if the stars align, that is a massive, massive win. And I think that's going to happen. Colorado won and one I game I think it may year. happen in short order. They may have just had their worst team in program history. Worst team in program history. We all know how yeah. collegiate sports or sports in general operate. When you're coming off your worst season in school history, interest is down, really, really down. On the first day that they hired Deion Sanders at Colorado, they had f- just under $50,000 in online revenue, their highest single day of merchandise sales ever. $50,000 in merchandise sales online. They've had uh, over 1,400 season ticket deposits, 2,000-plus uh, season ticket interest forms, uh, 6,000 plus season tickets in the pipeline. I've heard that they've already sold $2 million in season tickets, new uh, season tickets for next year. Uh, yeah, it's already been a successful hire for Colorado. They even had a practice yet. Yeah. Nope. I, I totally agree. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be fantastic. And I'll root for him, man. I'll root for Colorado. Yeah. I'd, I'd love, I'd love to, I, um, I mean, I, their students aren't great out there. There's some punks, but I hope Dion does some big things at CU next year. And he's, hey, there ain't no warm-ups either. He got at TCU, out of the, out of the shoot in game one. They got to play uh, Nebraska week two. Maybe you should say they get to play Nebraska week two for how bad they've been. <laughs> but, uh, then they play Colorado State. Like, their non-conference is pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm interested to. In, it's hard to keep up. It's hard enough to keep up with Oklahoma, but when this this whole cycle is all said and done, I'm I'm curious to see how Rule does in the transfer portal. Um, he's going to need to do he well, g- man. He gets is. his staff put together, um, which you know he's got time. What was his deal? Eight year deal, so he's going to have some time um, to turn that that ship around. Takes a little bit, but I'm with you, man. I'm. Um, I never, ever thought that I would say that I'm rooting for a Deion Sanders coached football team. Here we are. I think most people are. At least they I should know. be. Right? I know it. That's um, that's saying something. That's impressive. Yeah. It's impressive. Hey, by the way, speaking of the portal, just to get some OU content in here before we hit a break, do you get the feeling that OU is going to fare pretty well in this portal cycle? With the names that are being rumored, the names that have left, everything involved. Oh yeah, yeah. You kidding me? I've, yeah. I've, at at this moment right now, 
with the potentials that we have, I feel excellent about it. Not just not good, not okay, excellent. I mean, there's some there's some guys that if you're able to bring in are are game changers, not just um, you know supplemental players that you're filling holes. I there's a couple of guys that are potential stars for you, which we need. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number one next. Cavens Construction bringing you this hour of The Rush. Cavens offers remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facility maintenance. Cavens Facility Maintenance serves all of Oklahoma and can help take the ease off of your staff at fixing those pesky problems in your office building. Check them out, cavensconstruction.com. This text on the Air Coverage Solutions text line just says, Jim Leonard, question mark. I guess no. they're wanting Jim Leonard as the next defensive coordinator. I wouldn't get your hopes up about that one. I'll tell you. Not only will I say don't get your hopes up, I would say take those hopes, wad them into a ball, and light them on fire. Unless you're a Green Bay Packers fan. Then uh, maybe have no some unless. hopes about. <laughs> no unless. Um, I don't think Jim Leonard is – I don't think he's going anywhere. Well, you don't, well he's leaving Wisconsin. That, that's, he did say that last night. Yeah. He's leaving Wisconsin – the University and, of Wisconsin, I should say. I don't know if he's going to leave the state. Yeah, I don't think he's going to leave the state. I think he's leaving the University of Wisconsin and going to his couch and not doing anything. Uh, well, he'd be a smart man if he did that. I wouldn't blame him at all. He may not coach again. Uh, what else we got on the text Jeffrey line? Jeffrey Levy wishes he had a bowl cut. We were talking about Cecilia Connors' bowl cut uh, during Locked In today. OU mm. bowl cut versus Texas um, mullet. So that should be an interesting matchup for the next couple of years. Team bowl cut over here. You think, uh, think Levy would, would cut his hair into a bowl cut? He didn't, the... he didn't have enough hair to have a bowl cut. but He doesn't? No, I don't think so. Could he grow it out? Mm, no? I don't feel like he could be a guy that could grow his hair out enough to have a bowl cut. I think Joe John Finley could. There ain't no doubt about Joe John Finley. And Joe John Finley could pull off the bowl cut look. Yeah. <laughs> I have no, Joe John Finley is, a lot of, uh, is like a lot, of, uh, a lot of kids that grew up in the country. I know he grew up around the Dallas area, but I'm pretty convinced that his dad probably gave him a bowl cut when he was a kid. Or someone Maybe. in his family did. Maybe. My dad, I, I didn't know people even got legitimate haircuts at a barber until i was like in junior high my dad just shaved my head on the back porch my entire life all right quick time out hour number two of the rush is coming up next stay tuned